Hello, hello, hello. Hey, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of Bravo, We're Black. And today we have another special guest. Like this is going to be the week of special guesses because um, we just released something that you should enjoy on Friday and now you're getting this on Saturday. So you have been spoiled and we're trying to spoil you because in a few weeks, we are going to be busy going to, you know what, if you know, you know, if you don't, you got to look it up because we don't want to speak on things too much. Right now we have Miss Leah. Is it okay for me to say Diaz? Well, I don't think it's, I don't think it's Diaz anymore. I think it's Jones now. Miss Leah Jones, hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we got miss leah jones in the house it's like yes. what a great way to to be able to uh come out with your maiden name yes it's a whole name change it's leah jones now leah jones and it rolls known off the as leah Dice. yes <laughs> uh, we love that and you remember her from married to medicine LA and it's a shame that it only got (laughs) the amount of episodes that it got because this is the thing you guys aired right before the unfortunate killing of George Floyd and before this even happened you guys actually had a cast trip where you visited, like, uh, was it the African American Museum? You guys are literally actually ahead of time when it comes to appreciating, uh, you know, Black people, Black lives, uh, basically saying that Black lives matter and Black doctors matter and all these things literally happened right before shit popped off. And I thought that that was so ironic and needed because you know, this was happening and it was airing and I'm just like, what a crazy parallel. And I'm just like, oh, season two, they really gonna be able to like talk about it, but like it didn't, it, it didn't happen, but uh, it's yeah. able to be viewed. I don't think on Peacock, I don't know where I watched it at, but y'all need to find it. I think it might be still on Hayu and it might be on Daily Motion. And I'm getting too deep into the internet telling y'all about Daily Motion. I know for sure it's on Hulu. Mm -hmm. Um, And then to be honest with you, we still trend. A lot of like Married to Medicine LA clips still trend. So like you can see like some of those scenes that are like Shanique and I into it, Jasmine and I, like you can still find like your favorite scenes. Like they're still trending on social media for sure. Yes, and with the regular Married to Medicine coming up, obviously we're obsessed with the Married to Medicine franchise. I think that Married to Medicine LA is going to trend again. And we are definitely the kind of people and you know what podcast you are tuning into, Bravo, we're Black. We are always going to champion for Mm -hmm. the Black shows to come back, just like we are championing for Southern Charm uh yeah. new orleans to come back even though it hasn't been on in about like three years or so Forever. i think Marriott medicine la we're right behind it's almost two years for us yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly i mean like yeah. I, we can always keep hope alive because of look at miami or you know what happens is that like when 
they look at different people like just for example like with Phaedra Phaedra is going to married to medicine and she was from housewives so it's like even if we don't get the show in the same format that we got it before that doesn't mean that your faves like miss Aaliyah jones look how it rolled off my tongue like miss Aaliyah jones <laughs> we can see her pop up on who oh, god knows what that is actually what the, the first thing that i want to ask you like would you do reality tv bravo married to medicine type b show again yeah so like i always say this like reality tv you know you see like people that have done it and they say it was a horrible experience for me that wasn't my story it was great for me i had fun um my businesses benefited from it i have lifelong friends behind it i have literally women who i still call like shanika's like my sister like robert texted me this morning no lie they just renovated their kitchen and he sent me a video showing me their their kitchen renovations like so we're so locked in it's like I wouldn't have had that relationship with Robert and Shanique and Dr. Amani and all of that if it not had been for the show. So I'm grateful for it. I didn't have like a bad experience on reality TV. So I would definitely do it again. I think Bravo took care of us in a way that a lot of networks probably don't. So when I see a lot of things that trend and like have a negative thing, like I'm like Pop was good to us. That's the way I thought. I should say this, Pop was good to me. I have no qualms with Pop, with Bravo. Like, it was a great experience. I loved it, and I would do it again. And maybe because I'm a business owner, I see it as a job, right? It's a job. It so is. don't get it twisted. Like, it's still work. You need to be there on time. You need to look a certain way. You need to present a certain way. It's work, but it's still a job, but it's still fun. So, of course. Of course. Did you have any concerns, though, before, like, starting it and going into reality TV? Yeah, so my main concern was exposing my children. So my kids are like very, um, I'm just protective of them. So even like the stuff going on with the divorce, like when I see like these nasty yeah. stories, like I don't even think about me first. I think about like what they are going to experience and what they are experiencing. So that was like my first thing. I'm like, what is it going to look like for my daughter? What is it going to look like for my son when they go to school? Am I going to have a bad moment and the world sees it and then they got to go to school on Monday and the whole class is like, well, you saw your mom fighting on TV yesterday, you know? So that was really like my only reservation about it. Um, but like I said, I feel like the network and pop didn't, um, they understood that. Like everybody on Married to Medicine is a mom. Yeah. We're all mothers. And so they get it. So they were protective of that. And they never wanted to like show us in a bad light when it came to being like a mom. Yeah. And so I think that that helped us be protective of our children. And that made me be more open with filming with my daughter. Like there was a scene where I took Kayla to go see. Um, the gynecologist. Yeah, at the gynecologist. And so many people were like, how could you do that on camera? Well, we didn't even think about the cameras. Honestly, it was literally Kayla going to see my friend Kendra. And then after the fact, we were like, oh, yeah, the cameras were there. But we didn't think about it when we were going to film. We didn't even, it didn't even, like, cross our mind that this was something that was going to trend months after. And still to this day, I get emails from, like, single mothers, teen mothers that are like, how did you build what you had having a baby at, like, 18 years old? How did you do that from that scene? So, yeah, it's, it's good and bad. I think my daughter would have preferred not to be on camera at the gynecologist, but... 
feel like that scene helped a lot of people. So it was yeah, good. it absolutely did because even watching it, and I was well, I still am in my twenties, and I still feel uncomfortable just like talking about it because they make it so taboo when it's not taboo it's literally just another doctor for your body parts so it was just actually like refreshing to see just like on bravo in general like with married to medicine we love uh seeing dr jackie like deliver babies dr jackie knows everyone's vagina like she knows the whole whole atlanta's vagina like she she literally knows everyone's vagina (laughs) exactly she knows everyone she's everyone's gynecologist like i would like for her to be my gynecologist if my insurance would accept it um but she is it's good to see her and it's good to talk about women's health it's good to talk about breast cancer checking yourself screening um fibroids like there's just so many things that come up on married to medicine and also just the shows with people of color like the certain things that we kind of go through especially like with fibroids because i know that is big in our community so i think that it is um it was she might look back on it and feel a little bit embarrassed but at the time it just seemed like you were doing exactly what you needed to do and um it it definitely like opened up some conversations so that was very cool are there any like what what are your top like three moments of filming that you had or that we saw on the show that like bring some good memories to to my top three moments okay so my favorite was Shanique's birthday the horseback ride in the hill oh my god and that was good for me because that was the first time that I actually connected with Shanique, right? So we had been feuding and people think like that was for TV. No, Shanique and I were really not fucking with you. In real life, I thought that was kind of fake too. No, I'm like, no, they no. cannot be. It wasn't fake. Like I met her, I thought we would be cool. And then I felt like she crossed the boundary um, with the whole thing, with the Kendra thing. I thought it was a private moment, but then in hindsight, nothing is a private moment when you're filming a reality show. And so, no, like, Shanique will tell you, like, we literally were not fucking with each other for, like, a month. Like, I I would hate it when I would, like, get our call sheet and I saw her name on it. I'm like... Another thing. Damn. Damn, like, y'all can't figure out a way for me to film without her being there. So that, um, that Hollywood Hills, um, horseback ride was the first time that like she and I connected and honestly it was her because I was so scared to get on a horse in the hills and I got nauseous while we were filming they didn't show it I got sick and she came and she took care of me she was like are you okay like I feel horrible that you're sick like I'm a Georgia girl she's from Atlanta right so she's like you know I love horses I love outdoors like I didn't think like this would be a lot for you so I'm sorry so she really was like kind to me and so that was like the shift for me so that was my favorite moment um because that started my that's friendship good. with Shanique um that's good. and people think it was for fake no like let's be clear pop was not beating us lines they were not beating us storylines Shanique and I literally did not like each other <laughs> I didn't that's like her actually, she didn't like I mean, me no, either it's, it's not good to know but it's good to know that like that was genuine because we saw yeah. that friendship you know blossom no back, that was you know? real like the beef was real and the friendship now is real. So like when you see us hanging out together, like it's not orchestrated. Like we, um, yeah, we hang out all the time I'm in Atlanta now, but like Robert just texted me this morning, like Shanique's ready, her kitchen's ready. Like when you come back to LA, like we're real friends. So I'm grateful for that. 
Um, I would say my second favorite moment. Hmm. Oh no, there's so many good moments. We had a lot, honestly, I had a lot of fun filming the show. I would say my second favorite moment was Jasmine's Christmas party at the end. When I was like, we had like the pool party. Well, it wasn't even a pool party. It was our like finale, our finale episode when we did the Christmas party at Jasmine's house. And I'll tell you why that was my favorite episode. Because at that point, I didn't give a fuck anymore. I was like, where your husband at? <laughs> Turn up, go Kendra, go up the stairs. I don't care. Like at that point, we had been filming for 10 weeks and the cocktails are flowing. It was a Christmas party in Beverly Hills. I was like, let's do anything. I don't care. That's why I got in the ball. I got in the pool. I was like, I don't care anymore. We're done. <laughs> um, and in hindsight, I should have beat Jasmine's ass for pushing me in the pool, but it was like, oh. <laughs> looking back at that episode, she should have got an Inglewood ass whooping. <laughs> for that but we gonna let her slide <laughs> right right um and then my third favorite was Amani's birthday party in Palm Springs that was a fun episode yeah so they didn't show it but Shanika and I got fucked up we were outside <laughs> that night we went to the drag show we were trying to convince production to like let us out after hours like we want to go back out so that was fun because I felt like everybody was really like themselves it was fun like that was a good girls weekend so yeah those are my three top moments from this season okay and then obviously you just said that i mean you talked to robert this morning so are you are you still in contact with everyone from the show or do you are there a couple of people that you don't really talk to yeah so um shanique and i talk on a like regular basis like she's somebody that if I don't hear from her in a while, I'm like, what's going on? It's not, mm -hmm. it's very weird if we don't talk. Um, and to be honest with you, of everybody on the cast, she and Robert were the most supportive of me during my divorce. Like there were days where even um, Kayla, their daughter would like call me like, Auntie Leah, I'm just checking on you, right? So there were days where I just was having like a horrible day and I would call like, what are y'all doing? Can I just pull up? So, um, I would say we have always been friends after filming, but me going through the divorce made our relationship to me more solidified. So I count Robert and Shanique as like my real life friends. Um, Amani and I talk all the time, but the truth is she got put in an awkward situation because my ex-husband and her work together. Um, yeah. She texts on me and it's very genuine. So um, Amani and I talk often. Um, Kendra and I talk regularly because she's a girl cave. Well, now it's Hype Hair franchisee. She owns a store under my brand. That's and, dope. Um, Brenda and I hang out too. So we're honestly, I'm cool with everybody. We still talk, except Jasmine. Jasmine's the only one that I probably have seen maybe once or twice since we stopped filming. Um, mm -hmm. And no shade. We just never really connected. Yeah, it's know? like no beef. It's just naturally. You yeah, guys it's don't. not a beef. Like, I think she would tell you the same thing. Like, I'm not, I don't have anything towards her, like good or bad. I just don't have anything. And I think she would say the same thing. We just never That's really fair. connected. Yeah. That y'all might as well just do a season three then. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I said y'all might as well just do a season three then. I I always say that if Pop and Bravo did a season three, they would definitely. I mean, come on now. Amani got divorced. I went through a divorce that was on TMZ and got arrested. Shanique and I are now friends. Like, 
it's literally the shift of a lifetime that's happened in the last year mm -hmm. and a half. So the yeah. storylines are there. Say it. The storylines are there. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're for sure there. <laughs> They're for sure yeah. there. Good and bad. Just in case you guys, like, live under a rock. <laughs> Leah is now single, hallelujah. <laughs> but in your own words, because I don't want to talk about the TMZ articles, what is what was said, what was that said. She's no longer with that random man in California. Uh, she is thriving. <laughs> she is literally like the <laughs> hype hair is like something that we grew up on. But what was like the breakdown that really like caused this divorce in your own words? Um, so my divorce was complicated and I think what caused the break, I got with my husband when I was 22 years old. I'm not the same person. I don't look the same. I don't act the same. I don't talk the same. And so I don't defend anything that he's done. Cause I feel like some of the things that he's done is just like egregious and insane. But there are moments where I like put myself in his shoes and I think that, well, maybe he acted some of the ways he acted because he didn't get what he signed up for. When he first got with me, I was a 22-year-old social worker that came home every night and didn't have this big life. And even before the show, I was building towards something different. And my ambition, my personality, everything changed. And I just think that he wasn't willing to evolve with me. And to be very honest with you, I love who I am now. So I wouldn't change that. Like, I'm happy that I evolved. I'm happy that I wasn't dependent on a man. I'm happy that I built my businesses. I'm happy that my daughters get to see an independent mother. Um, and so that's just, that's just it what is it really is. Like, I can't chop it up differently. I think he just wanted a stay-at-home wife that wasn't on TV, that wasn't building a business, that wasn't traveling. And I think he mm -hmm. found a lot of comfort in me being not independent yeah that's understandable mm -hmm. yeah sometimes things just don't work out sometimes you grow apart and sometimes you grow together and i think maybe you guys grew apart because you I mean you were a mother at a young age and then you were also a wife at a young age so anytime that that happens that is not really something that's sustainable, especially when you right. have ambitions past being, you know, a stay-at-home mother. I think that was where you kind of even, did we see some of that? Or did I, I read it? Yeah, I think we, we saw some of that, like, you guys show. clash. For sure. Yeah, it started to brew on the show. Um, and to be honest with you, it was there privately in our home, maybe not publicly, but and I don't, the show didn't do it. It was just my ambition after the show. I had this amazing opportunity at this amazing business. And I said, why am I not living it full out? I love sure. this. I built it. I want more of it. And he just did not see the value in me or what I was building. So it was time to go. Hey, guys. I totally like respect that. And I love that for the women that you are raising like this is 2023 and speaking of how are the babies that are not even babies anymore like how are your kids sure for sure how are they doing my kids are good so my daughter is 19 now so you saw Kayla I think she was 
getting ready like, to turn 16. She just turned yeah. 19. She is at Howard University, so I'm a bison mom. Hey. H-U all the way. Mm, um, and she's thriving. She's doing well. And I mean, it's no secret. I'm in a custody battle right now for my younger two. Um, so they're not here in Atlanta with me. Um, but to be honest, they dad gonna have to let up because <laughs> I'm not gonna keep fighting for my for my relationship with my kids. That's what it is. So they're doing well. Um, but the truth is is that he's gonna have to learn how to co-parent. Simple. Yeah. It's simple. You might not like me, you might not like my new life, you might not like my new relationship, but you're gonna have to figure that out for our kids because we had them together. So Forever You're the mother, like I'm at the end the of the mama. day. You the mama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the That's mama. Say that again. That. I'm the mama. You you are the mother. <laughs> so it's yeah. not gonna change. Period. Never gonna change. Well, I'm glad to know that the kids are doing well and you are literally thriving, which is what we really want to get into. So yes. how did you even start to build? this empire that you have now that is like i mean it's hype here you have all these amazing celebrities on the cover of the magazine you have all these amazing openings obviously you started off with like the the store but you also have like this partnership with conair like you are doing big things popping like build us up tell, walk us through how you got to where you are now because it's so good to see you are making me blush because i'm not gonna lie my businesses are what drive me i love them i wake up every morning like what can i do to push hype hair the girl cave my partnership with Kanye forward and so what it started off is like to be honest i'm a black girl from inglewood we love our hair like you see i just got a new wig yesterday i wanted to try something different i'm light hair today um, and so it started with that. I used to model when I was younger. So hair was a big thing for me. And um, I started off with my stores, the Girl Cave LA. I looked up three years later. We had six locations. Thank God. Um, and then through that, through Married to Medicine, I was able to do some work with Hype Hair. And so I met the owner, found out he was getting ready to sell it. I put in an offer and he accepted my offer to buy the magazine. And then that's just what it was. So the truth is, is I never really like planned anything past like starting the beauty supply stores and growing them. The whole high pair thing, the whole um, thing with, you know, like Cash Doll being on the cover and Ari and all of these amazing, like these things just happened because I put it out there. I asked for it. I worked hard and it, it just like from my lips to God's ears, honestly, they weren't, they weren't overly calculated. Um, and even my move to Atlanta wasn't really overly calculated. Like I just said, you know what? I want something different. I went through this nasty divorce. Where can I live that's closer to my daughter? As much as I love to see DC, I didn't want to live there. So I said, Atlanta's close enough. And that's what brought me here. So everything is kind of just like when I needed it, it's come. I haven't like sat down and made some big like master plan. It's not that I just love my work. I love hair. I love beauty. I love elevating the way Black women look. Um, so if you look at a lot of our images, um, and no shade to other publications, like we don't overly Photoshop. Like every last edit that you see in our magazine, like I approve it. And if it looks a little too Photoshopped, if it looks a little too like unattainable, I'm like, oh no, dial that back. Because I know us as Black women, we're looking at these images and we want to replicate them, right? 
Right. And so if they're not obtainable, I put black women in a cycle where we're trying to reach something that's not even real. So I yeah. pride myself on making sure all of our images are realistic. All of our cover stars are mothers, business owners, and no shade to like the Instagram girl, but that's not who I want on the cover. I want the businesswoman. That's why Ari's cover was so important to me. Like when I found out what she had done with Remedy, her brand, I'm like, oh, I want Ari. Like I want her, like, I don't care how much it costs. I don't care what we have to do. Like, let's go get Ari. And it was a big deal for me to have her on the cover and Cash Doll and Trina and Dr. Heavenly and Sierra Gates. Like if you look at these women's platforms, they built these, not little brands, like huge brands, <laughs> huge. So even with just starting out, like it was just always so important. I know that Dr. Heavenly, like we're so, we, we talked about how proud we were of Dr. Heavenly and hopefully one day we're able to visit her store in person. But like you having a beauty supply store was just so important to us. Like when we saw that and we see that online also is because there aren't a lot of black owned beauty supply stores. No. So just seeing that is just like, it makes me want to, support and it also just makes me feel like I can do you know not I can do anything in a corny way but like it just opens your mind to like of course more black women more black people should be investing in these type of things because this is what we're wearing this is what we made popular and then a lot of the times when you see on the news the way black people get treated at beauty supply store is just insane because it's like we're keeping you open and you're locking things up like we're criminals you are following us around the store no shade like you are just not even wanting to service us or just say hello to us when we're keeping quite literally keeping the lights keeping your on. doors open yep absolutely <laughs> um and that's what made me start my stores because I spent so much money in beauty supply stores. Like I would get my paycheck on a Friday and I would go like spend so much of it the next day on a Saturday. Like that was my beauty supply run. Every other time I got paid, ran it up. And so I kept saying, why do I never see black people behind the counter? And I know how much I spend and I know how much my friends spend. So I know that this is a lucrative business because I know how I invest into it. And so to not be able, I say this all the time when I talk to people about my stores, like I could take my Chanel bag into the Beverly Center in Beverly Hills and no one's going to tell me to put my bag on the counter before I walk in. I can't go into my neighborhood beauty supply store without putting my bag behind the counter. You can't walk into beauty supply stores in LA with a bag. Can you imagine oh that? So, bad down here, but it ain't that bad. That, that's yeah, crazy. You see it all the time. You see the signs that say, leave your bag in the car at the door. Do you mean to tell me I can't go pick it's up Brady And they actually need a lot more like black workers working there. You're so right about that. Because it's like when I come up to you and I ask you, well, does this product work? Like I want you to be able to tell me and actually have a personal experience. And they can't really tell you anything. They're like, uh, I think it's popular. No, they're trying to sell you the thing that's most expensive yeah. so you spend the most money, but they're not trying to sell you what's going to work for your hair concern. I learned and that. So part <laughs> of what we do at our stores is we do training. Like, you got to know what you're selling. 
and um, you got to stand behind the recommendations that you give customers. But I care about the customers because they all look like me. So it's a different um, relationship I have with my customers. And that's honestly what's helped my business grow is that I'm just like super respectful of the black dollar, especially the black woman's dollar, because I know how hard we work for it. <laughs> so. period yep. I do want to ask though because I have heard this from people when it comes to vendors yep. do you get treated do you feel like you get treated unfairly because you are a black woman looking for things that someone else usually looks for or do you think that you get overpriced sometime it yeah. have you personally ever had that experience or do you know about that experience because there's so few of us who own um businesses like this yeah so when i first started that definitely was the case and it is the case for a lot of stores fortunately um next year will make nine years for me in business so i have a different relationship with my vendors now there's a trust there's a a comfortability that comes with being in business for nine years. So it definitely does exist. And I don't want to minimize that for any other black owned beauty supply store because it did exist for me in the beginning. It does exist. It just doesn't exist for me now, partially because of the show, right? They see you on TV. They know you're not going to not pay. Uh, they know where to find you. They know how to go after you. And then I've just been working with my vendors for nine years. So I fortunately have the benefit of that but it definitely yeah. exists and black owners definitely don't get the best pricing definitely don't get accommodations definitely don't get terms it is a real thing in the beauty supply industry yeah yeah so i do want to know like what because it's such a cute name like girl cave what made you name it girl cave so i hate to say this but i didn't come up with the name my daughter mm -hmm. came up with the name that's so even I was better. Like, yeah, I was going to name it just like some, like, my daughters all have the name K. So I was going to name it like K's Beauty Supply. And Kayla was like, no, mom, like, this is whack. Like, it's a girl cave. It's like a man cave because you're going to. And I said, you're right. It is a girl cave. So my daughter named the business. She probably um, would like to take more credit for it than I give her for sure. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't my name. It was me trying to come up with something and troubleshooting it with my daughter. Like, what's a name that's going to stick? What will make people think that it's not just a beauty supply store, but a place where women can be and hang out? And she was like, well, it's not like a man cave. It's like a woman's cave. It's like a girl cave. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> so yes. That was it. <laughs> it's so cute. I love like the, the branding, the name, all Thank of it you. is definitely so, yeah, like. Kudos to Kayla for coming up with the name, the girl cave shout out to Kayla shout out to Kayla <laughs> okay so then you 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 have that down pat obviously so then let's move on to hype hair it's just that I don't even know you're so funny yeah. how <laughs> I just don't even know how like one day you were on Instagram going through it the next day you were on Instagram like I'm taking over hype hair and That's then I'm so just funny. like not the hype hair not the hype hair from my mama them day like not the like it's legendary legendary it's like, 33 years hype hair and to be honest with you it does seem like overnight on Instagram but I went through hell personally the year leading up to that um so I think everybody was like how did she go from 
being in this nasty divorce to like owning Hyper. Like it wasn't quiet. It was a very loud battle. I just didn't publicize. I think now I'm more vocal about what I went through in my divorce because I'm more confident. Yeah. And what I was going through. Um, so that's funny you say that because everybody says that. They're like, how did you go from this to that? Like it seemed like <laughs> overnight. No, there was a quiet battle on Instagram, but it was a loud battle at home and personally to get so right. For sure. Well, when you launch things, you can tell that there's so much thought behind it. There's so many talented people behind it, whether it be like the cover or like an event or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a culmination of amazing creatives when it comes to the actual hairdos, the photography, the way that everything is set up. It's just Thank you. it's beautiful uh to see and to carry that tradition and make it uh modern, like we that is what we really admire about it because I haven't really heard about hype here in I would say like years you know yeah, and then been quiet for about 10 years for sure exactly so then when you came and you took it over I'm just like wait how did how, how does Ari even know about hype here how does yeah. like, you know <laughs> it's just how does Trina how does Cash y'all know about hype here it's really me putting my head down and building relationships with people and just making sure I honor Black creatives. Like, part of what it is is that Black creatives need to be compensated. So, like, I just did a shoot yesterday. I paid him exactly what he asked for, plus some. Because Black creatives need to be compensated. And that's what I think you see. You see people showing up for Hyper, the behind the scenes, because I'm making sure that they're acknowledged in print. I'm making sure they're acknowledged in their paychecks. I'm making sure all of that happens so they bring a different energy to our shoots. They're fun. Like, I'm not going to lie. A Hyper shoot is lit. I would love to see that. Like, you guys gotta come to one. You guys gotta come. Just come to Miami. We'll don't listen. Don't invite us nowhere because if you actually come, we will be in it. We will be in Miami very soon. Trust and believe. Okay. Trust and believe. We will I be there know. because it makes us feel like. Well, me personally, mm-hmm. like I remember just being at the salon with my mom and it would obviously have like hype hair of course there it's a staple it was the jet hype hair you know essence ebony mm-hmm. all those yeah. iconic uh magazines but hype hair especially salon uh staple and then i remember just being when i was little i'm like oh my god i'm her but then now i'm way older and i'm still like now when, when you took this over i'm like oh my God, I look exactly like this. Like, it's just so funny yes, how it I can love come. The love. That makes me feel around. so good to hear you acknowledge like the work that we put in because it's not like a little deal to me. Like I take months sometimes to plan shoots because I want the co- quality to come across. I don't want people to not like value it, not see the effort we put in. Like, I want you to look at it and say, this is not like, this is not like some random publication. This is like a high quality publication and i'm happy that you acknowledge that that makes me feel good <laughs> of course i want to know too do you have any dream celebrities that you would like to see on the cover in the future i literally just had this call today i want cardi b i want cardi okay. b cardi b is like i'm a fan i love cardi i just love like i love everything about cardi b like i'm a real life fanger so mm-hmm. cardi b is like my dream cover right now Last year, my dream cover was Lala Anthony. I love Lala, oh. and we got that done. I was just and about to so, say you got <laughs> Yes, no, we had a cover with Lala Anthony, and honestly, that to me was like the 
true manifestation. Because when I brought Hyper, they were like, well, who do you want to shoot with? And I was like, I'm a fangirl of Lala Anthony. Like, I love her style. I love how she evolved. She went from being a VJ to like, like just this boss. Like, so when I got to shoot with Lala Anthony, like I didn't tell her this, but I like literally went home and cried. Like that was like a big deal for me. So I so feel beautiful. like Cardi B is my next one. And so we're going to come back and do this interview again once Cardi B yeah. is on the cover. And we're going to talk yeah. about how I told y'all Cardi B was on the hype air cover. <laughs> and did. And did. And did. So that, I'm putting it out there. Yeah. I think that Dr. Heavenly was on, uh, um, I think she was on a cover once, wasn't she? Yeah, she was my March 2021 cover star. Yes. And like Hyper tagged us and I was just like so excited because I was like, oh my God, Hyper knows that, you know, like <laughs> we're like, we're the black Bravo people, the black Bravo. You guys are men, the black okay? Bravo. Like, so no I lie. was just like, we, as soon as they tagged us, <laughs> we reposted it and we were like, oh my God, okay, me. And then she, you know, she opened her own hair store. Did you guys uh kind of like connect on that? Did she ask you for any advice? Did you give her any advice? How did that go? Yeah, like I walked her through the entire process. I was her coach to get the store open. And now that I'm in Atlanta, I want to do some more work with her. We've been talking about me going to the store and like doing some stuff. So um yeah, it's just so far for me. Like I'm tucked away in the heels of Alpharetta and she's on the other side of Atlanta. So um, but yeah, that's part of my plan while I'm here to like do some more content stuff with her in her stores. But when she first opened, like I went with her to look at the location before she signed the lease. Um, we did a lot of things with like doing her grand opening. Her grand opening was actually filmed for Married to Medicine last yep. season. And I was there to like roll that out. Yep. Um, so yeah, behind the scenes, I did a lot of work to get that store open. But that's what people don't know is like, that's my bread and butter. That's what I do. I'm a business coach. So I help um, brand beauty brands specifically, um, just kind of like go to the next level or start or, you know, add a product line. If they're a hairstylist, like that's really what I do. People are like, well, what do you do for work? You can't just run a magazine. That's my work. My work is that I'm a, a beauty coach. Consulting yeah, beauty is, is a lot. Of, you can, there's a lot of money in consulting and especially when you're as good as you are at your job and as much experience as you have so um thank you for that that is definitely a, a positive hey y'all unfortunately we could not finish the interview leah's phone died but you can follow her at leah beat dios uh or at hyper mac those are both of her instagram handles and we had a good time. We really enjoyed it. We hope she comes back. It was nice learning about her business ventures and what she has going on now. Hopefully we get a Married to Medicine season three. Kaya, what are your thoughts? You had a good time? I had a great time. It's such a great um, time when you get to see someone who has been through like struggle, turn around and make things you know better than they were she is so successful to be able to be in the position to buy hype hair in the middle of you know some of the hardest part of hardest times of your life that is such an inspiration so we will definitely probably have her on again we'll be checking in with her obviously you've seen us share hype hair mag uh, to our story multiple times and it's always going to be a part of you know black hair history so that is cool and also that she you know has her 
kids and she's a good mom and she is not coming up off of the custody battle so we are sending her all the love in the world and she is in atlanta now so maybe when we go to atlanta we can see her or if they have a hype hair mag shoot in the south in miami maybe we can go and say hi to her but this is not the last that you will see or hear of leah with us as you heard you know maybe she would even be with the married to medicine atl crew so that was a great time thank you so much leah we had such a good time and we will chat with you soon thank you guys for listening and we hope that you have enjoyed these interviews that we've been putting out because we have you know a lot of special things that we put out for you love you guys hope you have a great weekend and um you know eat some oxtails and gravy like i'm about to do love y'all Bye.